God more, but allow things to be broken off of them where they, you have felt stuck or felt like your gift isn't activated to the potential that you feel like it could be. So that's what we're doing tonight. So the reason I'm not doing a whole lot of teaching is because one, God decided to do this today. Two, we're gonna do activation, so we're actually gonna put some of this into practice, so it's gonna take up some time and we don't wanna keep you here until midnight. So, hello. <laughs> so, um, The fear 
something that you're not going to hear. Yeah. Is it all good, Susie? Why are you guys are acting? How about just believing that God doesn't speak today? Cessation. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. Sometimes when you're raised Catholic, because you have had the knowledge that other people hear from God and you go to them to hear, sometimes that's a there's a a block there because you're like, well, I'm not as holy. I'm not as you know, so that can be a teaching that you grew up with. Yes, ma'am. I often find I forget to ask because I remind myself when I ask there's an answer, but I forget to ask. <laughs> Too busy. Forget, forget to ask. Yeah. I think that's a woman thing, right? Because we juggle so much all the time, right? Yes, ma'am. Spiritual warfare. Yes, that is so true. Very much so, yeah. Which is what we're doing tonight. So, very good. I'm so proud of you. What's her name? Oh, my name? Yeah. Huh? Savannah. Savannah. You are smart, girl. All right. So that's what we're going to do tonight is we're going to deal with some war warfare with um, understanding. So I'm just going to go through. Most of you probably know this, but renouncing and breaking. Does everybody understand what renouncing and breaking is? So when you renounce something, I see you, girl. When you renounce something, it means you're, you're divorcing it. You're saying, I renounce fear. I don't partner with you anymore. I don't believe you anymore. I don't want any part of you. I'm cutting you off. When you break it, what you're doing is saying, in the name of Jesus, because why? Here, I'm going to give you a quick, I said I wasn't going to teach. Here, I'm going to give you a quick little thing. When Adam and Eve was made, and God put them on the earth, he gave them what? He gave them authority over everything. Amen? So when we're breaking something, I don't care what you did yesterday or the day before, as long as you are putting your heart on the altar and saying, Lord, please forgive me, you are walking out a life of trying to let him produce in you character, right? Because you're his daughter and you were made from him, his authority in you, you can take dominion. So when you break something, you're breaking it in the spiritual realm and you have the authority to do so because you are his daughter. Amen? Now sometimes you got to deal with yourself a little bit before that. I do it all the time. Lord, is there anybody I need to forgive? If I feel a block or if I feel like I, I'm just not right or I feel convicted you know if you feel convicted in this room you're saved <laughs> if the enemy ever tries to tell you that you ain't going to heaven that you're not saved remember the last time he convicted you that'll answer that question okay but when I get convicted I'll go ahead and move into a place of God forgive me if I did something that I shouldn't have done or I forgive so-and-so for hurting me, or I forgive myself, whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to. And then when I do that, that's it. Then I start walking in who I am. It never changed. It's just a part of being who we are, is communing with him and taking care of this. And a lot of times the enemy will use this, the wounding here, to tell us we can't. Does that make sense? All right. So some of what we're going to deal with is all of what everybody has said. Um, and we're going to 
deal with strongholds. And we're going to renounce unbelief. We call them ungodly beliefs in the office. Because when we partner with unbelief, when we partner, hear me out here. This is not a religious thing. I'm not beating you up with something. I, I don't, that's something I don't agree with. The mind is a very strong thing. That's why it says that the, the battle starts here. Did you know that a stronghold starts with a lie? So understand, and we all do this, when we partner with un, the things that are not true, with ungodly beliefs, we're giving power to that belief system to affect us. And the more that we entertain that thought, and the more that we begin to live that thought out and walk out that thought, fruit from that thought begins to produce. And when the fruit produces and we begin to operate in it and believe it fully and it's a fruit in our lives, you have a stronghold. So if you think of fear, right, then you begin to have a stronghold because you're believing that fear is bigger than God. That, you know, I'm afraid um, that I'm going to die. I'm afraid that I'm not good enough. I'm not going to heaven. And that begins to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And the more we entertain it, the more authority it has over us. The more we partner with it. So when we renounce an ungodly belief... We are breaking off and saying, I don't believe that, and I believe this. And one of the things you have to understand is it takes 30 days to break a habit scientifically. So if you just say, I refuse to believe that God does not love me. I believe this for 20 years, and I choose to believe because the word says that he loves us unconditionally. That means no matter what you did last week or what you're going to do in a year, God loves you unconditionally, right? So I choose to believe that he loves me unconditionally. Why? Because he created me. He chose me. Now, you don't stop there. You continue to say that belief, that truth, every day for 30 days. So you can break a habit because you're dealing with the flesh and you're dealing with spiritual because you have formed a habit. I, there's some lies that I believed for 20 years. And when I went through ministry, I went through deliverance and inner healing, I began to see those lies. And then I'd go home and after I did all of the prayers and stuff, and I realized they're not just going to go away overnight. These are things I believed for 20 years. So when it says to hold a thought captive and renew our, our minds, this is what God is talking about. So I begin to speak that truth over me on a daily basis. I write it down. I speak it over me. We do this in the office for people. Because I want to break the flesh, the habit, and I want to begin to believe and begin to seed as much as possible on a daily basis that, that seed of truth. Amen? I'm telling you this because some of what we're going to break tonight has to do with ungodly beliefs. So I want you to understand that as you go home, some of these that God really speaks to you, I want you to write the truth down, the opposite of what that lie was that he's been using against you, and read that truth over you for 40 days. Go an extra 10. Really get it down in there. 
Okay? All right. So here's what I want to do. Y'all can stand or you can sit, but we're going to go through some prayers, and we're going to break off some of the legal rights that the enemy has formed to try to keep us from being able to hear and being able to be operating in who we are. Sometimes trauma, so you have trauma when you're five and somebody abuses you, the lie that it's my fault, or I should have known better, or I liked it will come in. And you have a trauma and you have a lie and they partner together. Do you guys understand that? And then if you notice, the most vulnerable place of our lives is when we're young. And so when that partners together, you can see in someone's life that at five, maybe seven years old, something else happened that reiterated that lie. Maybe another trauma happened. It was my fault. I'm not good enough. I liked it. Until you have this system, this pattern of a stronghold that is built on a trauma and a lie throughout somebody's life, and they're struggling with rejection, or they're struggling with expected rejection or self-hate, just for example. Does that make sense? And so some of these we're going to go through, so I'm like quickly doing little tiny, like short little teachings to kind of, um, so you understand when we're praying what we're doing, because we're breaking legal rights. When someone sins against you, or you sin against them, there's a legal right because there's something that happened in your soul that was damaged. Where the enemy takes advantage, he doesn't play fair. He doesn't go, oh, you know, she didn't really know and it wasn't her fault. I'll move to the next person. It's not, he says that he's out to kill, steal, and destroy. So he takes full advantage of every opportunity he can. But here's the good news. Because of the authority that we walk in and the understanding and the wisdom and the revelation that Holy Spirit gives us, we take back ground. When I went through ministry, every single thing that God meant for good in my life that I couldn't see, everything that the enemy meant for bad, God turned around and began to minister and to heal me and give me power. Even the sin I committed. That is how good 
He is. So I want you to understand that some of what we do, some of the healing that we go through, and the renouncing, the breaking, and the forgiveness, isn't supposed to cause you to feel like you're not good enough. Isn't supposed to remind you of how bad of a person you are. It's supposed to remind you how good he is, and how special we are, and how great his covenant is, and perfect and faithful he is in his covenant with us, that we can turn around and become anointed and powerful in that. Does that make sense? I better stop. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through some of those activations of allowing ourselves to allow the Lord to heal any place that is blocking us or that is lying to us to tell us that we don't carry the power of God or telling us that we don't have a gifting or we don't hear his voice. Listen, we all have the same Holy Spirit that David Hogan does to heal and to raise the dead. Every one of us. Here's the difference. We haven't tapped in exactly what our identity is and how to walk into that. We can. It takes time. It takes learning and aligning with people that, that have that understanding and doing things like this that break open a dam that has been built up to where we have felt something in between God and, and us. And it's a journey. It's a process. But that's what he wants to do. All right. So you guys can stand up or you can sit down, but here's what I want you to do. Uh, uh, the prayers that we do or the, the renouncing and the breaking that we do are powerful because you are partnering with them and you are saying yes. That's what makes them powerful. And, and then you understand what you're doing. Okay? So I don't care if you sit or stand, but what I want you to do is just really focus in and believe and partner with what we're, we're saying. Because that's what's going to shift us. Amen? All right. So here we go. We're going to start renouncing. The first thing I want to talk about is the, the unbelief or the lies that we hear that keep us from believing what the truth is that keep us from hearing God's voice the way that he wants to talk to us. So I want you to say, Father, Father I, renounce and repent I renounce and repent for any wrong beliefs. Or unbelief I have had about hearing your voice. Here's a declaration. I believe that you can and do speak today just as clearly as you spoke to believers in the Bible. I believe that while you speak, us through scripture, you also speak to us directly. I accept that I am your child. I am important. You want to talk to me, and you call me by name, and I am accepted. 
Father, Father, you have removed my sins. You have removed my sins. As far as the east is from the west. As far as the east is from the west. You have made me clean. You have made me clean. I am worthy. I am worthy. To have an intimate relationship with you. To have an intimate relationship with you. Amen. Why does it say from the east is from the west? Does anybody know? That's scripture. Because they never meet. Because the north and the south has an actual distance. But the east and the west has none. All right. So could you play the piano for a minute for me, Sarah? Or the, yeah, the piano. Um, just for a minute, we're going to go into another activation. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Is there anyone I need to forgive?
spirit right now to come and begin to minister right now over their ear gates. Holy Spirit, I ask with your dunamis power, your dynamite power to come right now and begin to move, begin to touch, and begin to remove every blockage in the name of Jesus. We tell it to go. We tell all fear, all insecurity, all rejection, all anger right now, disappointment, religiousness, right now we command it to go in Jesus' name, the power of the Holy Spirit going right now and touching every spiritual ear gate in this room right now, let him touch you. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would open up our eye gates right now. We give them to you. We surrender them to you, Lord. Lord, forgive us for where our eyes wander, that they should not be wandering, Father. We give our eyes to you, Father. We give our ear gates to you, Lord. If there are things that you want us to stop listening to that is blocking your Holy Spirit, we ask that you would to talk to us and teach us to remove these things from our ear gates. And we dedicate and surrender our ear gates to you, Lord, to hear your voice. And Lord, we dedicate our mouths to you that we are trumpets of the Holy Spirit to bring healing and power. And Lord, we repent for any way that we have used our voice way we've used our voice that has been unholy, that has been judging, Lord, we just repent now. We give our mouths, our tongues to you and to the Holy Spirit to become master over. We surrender our mouths and our, our hearts to you, Father, to be led. And that, Lord, when we mess up, that we would not beat ourselves up, that Holy Spirit would be quick to tell us what to do, and how to forgive, and we would be empowered and move forward, because we are your children, and you have mercy on us, and we thank you, Lord, so Holy Spirit, stir us up as we move to minister to each other right now, stir up the gifting, stir up the prophecy, stir up hearing your voice right now, in a, in a deep, deep way, in Jesus' name. I invite you to come and move in the name of Jesus. You're good. All right, so Emily, hand out those cards. So we're going to move right into.